The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. You know, I used to store all of my ideas for future events like festivals, holidays, uh, even birthdays in a folder in a filing cabinet. To tell you the truth, it was a mess. (laughs) An even bigger problem was that I would totally forget the file folder existed out of sight, out of mind, and never find all of my ideas and notes again. Until years later, when my kiddos were actually grown, yes, this really did happen. Organizing ideas like songs, poems, activities, crafts in files and filing cabinets just didn't work for me. It seemed easy because I could just throw scraps of paper in, but I couldn't retrieve them. Kind of an important part of saving ideas, wouldn't you say? Here's what changed all of that for me. Creating binders for seasons and festivals. The binders helped me to keep all of my ideas, notes, and resources in one place and have easy access when I needed them. They can sit on a shelf. They can have a nice label on the, on the spine. And it's worked so well for me. So I wanted to tell you all about my seasons and festivals binders here in this episode so you can create some for yourself. If you'd like to start using binders to organize all your fun ideas, begin by thinking of all you want to be able to access quickly when a new season rolls around. Because retrieving and accessing the ideas is really important. You can think about that process and then work backward. These are just the things you want to put into a binder, those that you can readily access when the time comes. 
With a binder, you can easily access and update information. You can track progress and have everything at your fingertips when you need it. And of course, you get to decide how detailed you want each binder to be. For me, I created a binder for each season, including fall, winter, and spring, to help me plan and record our family's festival and holiday celebrations. I'll tell you more about how I divided the binders up and what all went into them in just a moment. But first, I want to share some of the joys of binders along with how they can help you keep things simple and inspiring and doable, like I encourage you to do with everything. Binders are great for projects, for projects particularly that are ongoing and repeat year after year. You can use a binder for all stages of a project or event, from brainstorming ideas to planning out the event to taking notes on how everything went for next time. Here are a few ways to use your binders to collect ideas for a project ahead of time, organize the ideas into a plan for the project or event, create a calendar or a timeline, document favorite foods, activities, traditions, list handwork projects, crafts, and decoration ideas, store project ideas, patterns, and supply lists. Set intentions for the event. Record notes after the project is complete or the event is over. And reflect on your intentions and how you might change things for the next time. Is your mind coming up with some other ideas of your own? That's the idea. (laughs) Because there are so many possibilities And you can customize how you build a binder to suit your specific needs and preferences to help you stay on top of your plans and enjoy these special times even more. Just a quick side note, if you're listening to this episode in real time, like it's October of 2023, there is still time for you to join me and a wonderful group of homeschoolers for our Simplicity Holidays and Make Along on Zoom on Thursday, November 2nd. This is an event for all Inspired at Home members, and we'll be spending time stringing corn garlands and making lanterns while talking about keeping the holidays simple and meaningful. All you have to do to get your invitation is to join the Inspired at Home community, and you can do that one month at a time. Find all the details at artofhomeschooling.com slash inspiredathome. And I would love to see you at our make-along. All right, as promised, I want to describe what's inside each of my seasonal binders. As a general description, I have a set of dividers in each binder that are labeled, and I'm going to give you the labels. So remember, I have a fall, a winter, and a spring binder. And here is generally what the dividers are labeled. I have one divider for verses and songs, one for stories, one for crafts, and then two 
for a particular festival that comes during that season. That's the general overview if you have a five-tab set of dividers. Sometimes you can get six-tab sets. You can even get eight-tab sets. So you get to decide how you're going to divide it up. So here's just an example. My winter binder has these dividers. Verses and songs, stories, crafts, Hanukkah, winter solstice, and Candlemas. You might choose to just have dividers for each festival. That might be your choice, but you get to decide whatever works best for you. Here are the divider tabs for my spring binder. Verses and songs, stories, crafts, spring equinox, and May Day. And for fall, it's verses and songs, stories, crafts, Michaelmas, which I like to call the Festival of Strength and Courage, the Lantern Festival, and Thanksgiving. When I flip through my binders, I find articles that I've uh, saved, drawings, sketches of uh, how I want the layout to be for an event, poems written on index cards tucked into pockets, song sheets, sticky notes, of course, with book titles or other ideas outlines of festival celebrations from certain years with lists of all the people who came, printed invitations, recipes, puppet show scripts, craft instructions, handwork patterns, and even notes from friends. I hope that this has inspired you today to gather all of your ideas into a binder for the current season or the coming season. No matter where you are in the year, you can use this idea as a place to start organizing plans and ideas so that you can always come back and see what you did the last time you celebrated this festival or season and ideas that you maybe didn't even use the last time, but you have now a record of what you've done. Remember to keep it really simple. If you've never celebrated any of the Waldorfy festivals before, maybe just start with one in the coming season or just start with the holidays that you already celebrate as a family and collect everything you have for that holiday in one place. And you could be inspired then to add in some verses and songs and some storytelling and a handwork project if you've never done that before for the holiday. Years ago, I started doing this for Passover. During the season of spring, our family has a really like a family reunion for Passover and cousins and friends, everybody gathers for this big event of celebrating the holiday. And now everyone in our family looks forward to looking through the Passover binder each spring as we begin our our preparations. It's become a historical record of all of our celebrations, who was sitting around the table each year, what food we served, what special readings we shared. I've even inspired my daughter-in-law to do this for Thanksgiving because she and my son have started hosting the family for that holiday. Remember, the intention is to create something that's helpful and inspiring to you to reduce the overwhelm and spark fresh ideas. So start where you are. 
And even if you're not sure what this will look like in the end, that's okay. Just begin collecting what you have so far, whether it's ideas you've printed out or scraps of paper with book titles or poems written on them, copies of stories and songs. Gather them all together and grab a binder to put them in. I know you'll be happy you did. I tend to use these binders that have a space in the front where you can slide a picture in to become your cover. And I love making watercolor images there or just a drawing or some kind of beautiful seasonal colored cover that is the first thing I see when I pick up that binder. Now, of course, binders are great for all kinds of things. I encourage homeschooling parents to make a planning binder. We even have a set of templates for that that are beautifully colored that you can print out to set up your own homeschool planning binder. And if you're on a roll, you might also consider binders for other projects like a household management binder, a recipe binder, travel binder, home design binder, medical binder, and of course, a homeschool planning binder, as I mentioned. You could even have a binder for each of your children to collect ideas and record their progress through the years, like over time. There you have it. How to Create Your Seasons and Festivals Binder. As I record this episode, as I said, it's the end of October and the holiday season is coming soon. And this could be a really good time for you to build your binder for the coming season. Thanks so much for joining in today. You can find the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 155. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. Mm-hmm.